The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. Now before I get started on my Culture Chucky film trivia... I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that will be tuning in to listen to me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how to, about how critique any sort of media. So how critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a low rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons may be equal. I try to keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since there may be a major part in my review. But I'll give you an estimated time of how long I'll be talking about those spoilers, so people who don't, get the, don't want the experience spoiled, don't get the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing, so for films, I use popcorns, because it's me what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers, because it's me what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions, because it's me what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray or digital iTunes HD... I use this as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous some of the top everything is. Rent it slash stream it is where, for example, if the film has come out recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where your local cinema is. And you can wait three or four months for it to come on DVD and Blu-ray. Or streaming services such as Disney Plus or Netflix. Then I say rent it slash stream it. See it once is also in the same example where if the film has gone recently in cinemas, and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once, but then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honour is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever critiquing has great entertainment value, and you never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Colter Chucky film trivia. Chucky compares one of the other Chucky dolls to Hannibal Lecter, adding, He can't believe that they cancelled that show. Writer-director Don Mancini wrote two episodes of Hannibal during its third and unexpectedly final season. Don Mancini claims that Anne is well off financially because of the insurance money he received from the murders he was involved in as a child. After talking to one of the patients, Chucky calls the asylum a cuckoo's nest. Brad Dorf, the voice of Chucky, made his film debut as Billy 
Bibbit in the film adaptation of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975. On the commentary, Don Mancini reveals that giving all three Chuckies a solid difference was a studio executive decision to help differentiate them in the film. During production, the Chuckies were nicknamed Buzzcut, Ragamuffin, Eduardo, and Evil Dead. St- Tiffany says Chucky once told her that a true classic never goes out of style. This is a reference to the death of Jeff Kincaid from Brother Chucky. While on the date at the beginning of the film, Annie mentions the murder of his babysitter, his teacher, and his caseworker deaths, which occurred in Child's Play and Child's Play 2. He does not directly mention any of the deaths in Child's Play 3, perhaps because Child's Play 3 is the one film where Annie Barkley was not portrayed by Alex Vinson. Don Mancini was revealed that Annie now suffers from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. This is the first film in the series where Tiffany and Annie Barkley share a scene, although the scene is a phone call, depicted in a split screen. They both appear in Cursed Chucky, but don't share any scenes together. When Malcolm pretends he's Charles, he claims no one calls him Chucky, unlike the real Charles Lee Ray, who actually prefers to be called Chucky. Don Mancini was quoted on saying that this would be the goriest Chucky movie. In Child's Play 3, Chucky nearly gets a haircut. In this film, Annie's Chucky doll has a buzz cut in order for Annie to distinguish it from the other Chuckies. When Claire attempts to throw Chucky in the disposable chute, he bites her on the arm, revealing to her that he is alive. In the original Child's Play, Karen Barkley is bitten on the arm by Chucky. In an interview with Bloody Disgusting, Don Mancini discussed the potential of a Child's Play film set on a train, as well as revealing plans for a crossover film with the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, tentatively referred to as Child's Play on Elm Street. I would like to do Freddy and Chucky just because I think that would be a fun double act. I'm more really interested in the characters. My pitch for Freddy vs. Chucky is Child's Play on Elm Street. Chucky ends up in some kid's house on Elm Street, and Chucky and Freddy inevitably meet in the dreamscape. Chucky sleeps, why not? Chucky sleeps, Chucky dreams, and then they have this admiration for each other, but they realize quickly that Elm Street isn't big enough for the both of them, so in a riff of on dirty rotten scoundrels they have a contest who can kill the most teenagers before the sun comes up in the audio commentary don mancini revealed that the original version of the film had no scenes between annie and tiffany when he saw film fans online getting excited about the idea of them finally meeting each other he quickly wrote and shot the scene where andy and tiffany talk on the phone This is the first film where Chucky is successful in transferring his soul to another human body, although it is also implied that the transfer scene at the end of Curse of Chucky was successful. 
This is the second film in which Chucky wins, as, but as he and Tiffany both literally get away with murder at the end of the film. Chucky says he found his way to transfer his soul into multiple people, or dolls, on a website called Voodoo for Dummies, in reference to Bride of Chucky when Tiffany reads a book with the same name. Technically, the original Chucky doll has a supporting role in the movie. He can be identified by the stitched-up scars, meaning the beheaded um, doll Annie keeps is the original Chucky, and all three of the Chucky dolls that appear at the asylum are duplicates. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
And that was Forgotten, composed by Ron Balfi, from the film score, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Thank you. 
And that was the Electro Suite, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of The Amazing Spider-Man 2.
and that was Harry Sweet, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of The Amazing Spider-Man 2.
And that was Saving New York, composed by James Horner from the film score of The Amazing Spider-Man. was Halloween Theme, composed by John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and Daniel Davies from the film score of Halloween 2018. Welcome back to John's Media Show, we'll talk about media and other stuff. Now unfortunately that's all the time we have for this session today, but I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today, because otherwise I'd just be in a room, filled with computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, or by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net. We can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation and hashtag John's Media Show. If I make a recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. 
I hope you have all had a wonderful day at school and or work. And I'll hopefully see you all next time. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM. And I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.